Hi, and welcome to the Journey Through the Generations podcast. I'm I'm Trisha. In today's episode, I'm going to do somewhat of a recap of a conference that I went to this past weekend in Philadelphia. I went to the Afro-American Historical and Genealogical Society 39th Annual Conference. And with me, I have my husband, Philip, who went along with me. Hey, Philip. Hey. So I'm excited to talk about this. Are you? I'm very excited. We had a great time. So this podcast is probably going to be longer than my usual podcast because I went to a lot of conferences. I was able to meet a lot of people. I was able to do some networking and learn some new techniques. So we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah. And I went along, you know, for more support. And I also went because I wanted to go see the city of Philadelphia. Right. Which is what I typically do. So, yeah, I was just going for moral support. I really, um, I didn't register for the conference. So I didn't intend on going to any of, you know, the meetings and the dinners and the banquets, those things. I just intended to be there to assist you with, you know, if you needed something or to just to go with you. So right. you have somebody with you. And then we've never been to Philadelphia before. That is true. So, you know, we had plans on going into the city yeah. and seeing Liberty Bell and um, the Independence Hall and eating cheesesteaks. Yeah, get a cheesesteak. You know, food is what we do well, when we travel. Yes. So and a museum. Yeah. So that was, well, not museum. Oh yeah. There was a museum that I wanted to go to. So, um, so th- that's why I was there, but it turned out to be something totally different from, yes. w- you know, what I wanted to do. So where do you want to start? I think, well, I think we should start with you and, you know, what, because that's what the okay. conference was for. Right was for you to attend. So, you know, let's talk about that. Okay. So let's talk about what OGS is for is first. Okay. I know you mentioned their name already. It's um the Afro American Historical Genealogical Society and it is the oldest genealogy society for um African Americans in America. It dates back to um nineteen seventy nine. And the majority of the chapters of this organization are on the East Coast. So the majority of all of their conferences are usually on the East Coast, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, um, places like that. So the focus is, you know, is on Afro-American history and. Right. And researching your African Roots right. and African American history, slavery, things of that nature. So it's a genealogy society, but the focus of it is African American genealogy research and techniques because our research for 
African-Americans can be difficult once you get into slavery. So a lot of the classes um, do focus on that. There are some classes that are just basic methodology classes, organization classes, and things of that nature. But the majority of it is always rooted in African-American history. So what did you think of the conference overall, just your overall feeling? Because this was your first time going. Correct. I am a new member. I just became a member of, um, it's called AUG, so you don't have to say the whole long thing over and over. I've been a member since February of this year, so I'm a very relatively new member. And so this is my first conference. I have only ever been to one national conference in my genealogy life. So I really didn't know what to expect going in. I knew that there would be workshops and I knew there would be speakers and I would, you know, learn new techniques and do things like that. But overall, I thought the conference was great. The classes that they offered were things that I, you know, some of them I had never even thought about when you come, when you think about genealogy and other things are, were things that I really needed to hone in and get more information and focus in on. So the class selection was great. Um, and there were times, cause there were four classes going on at a time. So there were times when I would look at the schedule and there were two or three classes going on at the same time that I wanted to go to. But of course, you only get to pick one because you can only be at one place at one time. So the class selection was really good. Um, The presenters that I saw were really good. They presented the material very well. Um, So overall, I thought it was a really good conference. I was very pleased with it. So the conference was, I think, Thursday through Saturday. Yes. And... But because of work, we couldn't get there until late Thursday night. Right. Um, so we missed the first day right. um, of things. But we were able to go Friday and Saturday. Right. And Thursday was pretty much a half a day. They didn't start, you know, early in the morning at nine o'clock or anything. They started in the afternoon. So we didn't miss that much. Yeah, I I thought that was good. You know, yeah, you had to take off work you know, a couple of days to be able to go. But if you plan ahead, then that shouldn't be an issue. Mm -hmm. You know, if you actually have time to be able to take off work. Right. But, you know, that shouldn't be an issue. Right. No. For, I didn't see it as an issue. No, because on Thursday, looking at the agenda, the majority of it was um, a chapter president meeting, a meeting for new time attendees and new members. So it was kind of, those kind of um, things. It wasn't necessarily genealogy type research um, workshops or anything like that. So I didn't feel too bad about missing that information. Yeah. So we flew to Philadelphia Thursday uh, night, got there really late. And we, right. <laughs> we were supposed to get there at 11, mm-hmm. which would have put us, at our hotel once we get bags and get out of the airport and get the uh the car and everything 11:35 before midnight something like that yes before midnight well we didn't end up getting to the hotel <laughs> till like almost 2 a.m. yeah it was well after 1:30 yeah and uh, there was a an accident 
on the road. So when we got there and I didn't realize it until we were in the car on our way and I looked at the weather map because it was raining when we got there. Right. And it was the remnants from Hurricane Michael. Michael, And I didn't realize that. I thought it was just regular, you know, storm, you know, rain coming through. But it was actually the remnants of Hurricane Michael, Michael. Mm -hmm. which, by the way, thoughts and prayers to all the folks down in uh, the Florida area, Georgia area, Georgia, Mm -hmm. uh, dealing with, um, we're dealing with that, but, um, but yeah, you know, it was just crazy. We were, you know, we were just rolling along really good on the (laughs) highway. And then all of a sudden we came to a stop stop. and And we just sat there. We, a 30 minute, typically 30 to 40 minute drive from the airport to the conference hotel took an hour and a half or something like that yes and i took a nap you took took more than a nap yes i fell asleep while we were waiting in traffic yeah you were gone (laughs) you you were gone um but yeah I, i looked at that map and you know it was the rain and i didn't see the rain stopping but Apparently, Trisha didn't see this, but when we got to the accident, uh, a semi truck uh, trailer had looked like run into the back of a car Mm -hmm. or something or a truck or something. Um, And all the police and everything. And and they were still cleaning up the accident when we got there. So, you know, it was taking some hours to get that cleaned up. But once we got past that, we rolled on pretty good. you know, to the uh, hotel. So we got off to a little bit of a rough start. <laughs> um, our flights and everything was We're perfect. Fine, yeah. We had no issues, no delays. No. Everything was on time. Um, it's just when we got there, we got to right. a little bit of a delay. So, but we made it. Yeah, we made it. It just made for a long next day. Um, yes. Because the conference started at, I think 8.30 Well, registration started at 8 and the first session started at 9. Yeah, so it just made for a, an, a long day. Right. Just tired. Because, so. you know, I had good intentions of, you know, getting up, going down to the registration booth, getting my badge and everything, and then going straight to the 9 o'clock general session, which is not exactly what happened. Um, we got up and got out and... We made it to the general session about nine fifteen or so. Uh, no, no, we got there before nine. Did we? Yeah, because okay. I was like, did they start early? Because oh, okay. they had that already. It. it looked like they had already started. Right. Um. So I don't know if they just got an early start, trying to get ahead of schedule. Maybe. Yeah. Knowing that later on in the day they may get behind mm-hmm. or what it was. Right. But people. We're still coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right. Yeah. Well, around we got nine. there. Yeah. So we were there a little early. So we got there. And since the general session had already started, I just got a seat um, wherever I could. And that lasted for about an hour. And then um, I went to the registration booth and got my badge and the um, itinerary and went to my first session genealogy workshop session which was um let's get organized 
which is something that I definitely need to work on. And I got some really good tips and a lot of things that she said. Um, I also know that I'm on the right track of what I'm currently doing now to be organized and then where I can go to my next step, like organizing my files on my computer and actually getting a filing cabinet for my additional documents that I don't have in my family history binder and things like that. So that right, was- right. Because you mentioned, I think sometime after that, that you were already doing some of the things that she had mentioned. Right. Yeah. It was just some additional things mm-hmm. that you had learned, right? Right. So it's good to know that you're on the right track because a lot of times it's just you doing all of this. Um, so when you're around other people and they're talking about, you know, how they organize their things or they do this and you're doing some of the things that, you know, the presenter um, is talking about doing, then that r- really makes um, me feel good that I actually am doing, you know, I'm on the right track and doing things the right way to stay organized or to start to get organized and things of that nature. Yeah. And I think that's important because people don't think about, um, people don't think about the organization on your computer. Right. When they think about organized, they think about where do I put these papers, filing systems, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, uh, filing cabinets, storage boxes, whatever. Right. They think of the physical, but they don't think about how important the digital is. And there are some things that you can do. And I don't know. I wasn't in there, obviously, but I don't know if she talked about using tags in your mm-hmm. yeah she did in your on your computer and files. It makes it easier to search mm-hmm. for things yep. and put them in you know organized locations using external hard drives yeah, for backup that. and things like that. That's important for you to be able to go back and look for things and find right. it. But it's also important for people who come after you to be able to look and, and know find where things stuff. are. Yeah. Instead of having to search through and click on boxes and boxes of stuff. all this stuff. Yeah. I can go straight to it. So that is definitely something that I will be working on in the very near future. Right. Cause our young kids are, they're technology savvy and they they know how to, you know, search and do things nowadays if they're paying attention in school. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they all know. It how makes it easier like for them to find it instead of, um, you know, like a lot of stories we heard, you know, this past weekend at the conference was a lot of, oh, I found all these documents when I was cleaning out my mom's basement, you know, after she died and I didn't even know it was there or, you know, those kinds of things. Right. And it make it, make it a lot easier now for people who are coming behind you. That would be a really good class. Use that, you know, to yeah. do. So what else? What, what else um, did you do the, I went on to, the first day? The first day, I also went to um, a workshop about, um, the name of it was Help Me Find My People, the African-American Search for Family Lost in Slavery. And this workshop basically um, talked about the runaway ads that were placed for slaves 
as well as advertisement for family members looking for other family members that were enslaved after slavery that um, had been sold away and they didn't know where they were. So they would place ads in the newspaper looking for their relatives. Um, So and I never really thought about using um, runaway slave ads or ads to look for um, other people's relatives to be able to research. But that's actually a really good um, resource that I hadn't thought about that I would definitely be looking into. She gave us some websites that just strictly um, have those types of ads in the newspapers. So I will definitely be using that to do some research for. Yeah. What else? Um, We did lunch that day, which was the author's panel panel. Um, oh, right. Yeah. And it was the Augs give out awards for genealogy books every year. And so the award winners um, did a panel discussion about their books um, that won awards. Right. I think they were like eight or nine eight authors or, nine. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And they range from um, genealogy fiction books to nonfiction books, children's books, young adult books. So it was all different types of um, books, single person narrative, multi-person narrative. They had quite a few fields um, and all the authors that won awards were not on the stage. I found that out by reading the syllabus. Oh, so I got a chance to talk to most of the right authors, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about later. And I had already why, read two of the books on the panel. So it was very interesting. And, you know, I'm always looking for a good book to read, um, whether it be genealogy or not. So that was a good resource. Yeah. And I found it interesting that a lot of people, um, are interested in writing books about. Yes. That was, that seemed to be the theme of, well, one of the many themes, write your story, whether Mm -hmm. you want to put it in, whether it's published or not, just just write it, put it on paper or put it on your computer, write it out. Um, and get your thoughts together. But that is definitely one of the themes of it was to write your story, whether it be, you know, a how to book or a fictional book based on your family research or your own memoir. That was in every class that I took and every um, general session that we had. They mentioned, put your, put your story on paper, write your story out, get your thoughts together and document it. So, that has always been in the back of my mind that I want to do. And this just, you know, shows me that there's definitely a need for it because we as black people, I feel just do not tell our story enough. We're always looking at movies and reading books about us that aren't necessarily written or directed by us. It's not our voice that, you know, put the screenplay together. So I'm all about us, you know, owning our own things and putting our own voice to what we want to do. Yeah. And it sounds like that most people are doing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just seems like I heard over and over again, people was, was talking about, well, I'm in the middle of writing my book or I'm thinking about writing a book. Right. You know, I met a guy that was just, sitting around while I was sitting around waiting um, on what I was doing. He was resting, uh, older gentleman, Mm -hmm. and he mentioned that he 
has been talking about writing a book for 15 years. Right. And uh, there were a couple of other people there that was encouraging him, you know, hey, you need to go ahead and write that book. You've been talking about it for 15 years. You have all the materials and everything. You have tons of pictures to to, to go with your book. You need to just do it. Yeah, and and Augs is an organization that can definitely help in – getting your book written, getting it off the ground. And it doesn't have to be a big production. I mean, it doesn't have to be War and Peace or Roots or anything like that. Just put your story down on paper um, is what's most important. And like Philip said, this gentleman had been, you know, talking about it for 15 years and hadn't done it. Um, And I don't want that to be my story. I want to, you know, get my story out there and, Ultimately, it's going to be for me and my family. It's not going to be, you know, a big publication or anything. And it doesn't have to be just as long as we get it um, written down, organized and in some kind of form where, you know, people can read it and look at it. Right. So so I thought that was, you know, that was an interesting observation from the weekend overall. Um, And so. After lunch, there were more classes right. that mm-hmm. were going on, and there were quite a few people there. I think the number, I, I never heard a, a final a number, final number yeah. but I heard like over, over 300, yeah, over 300 people, people there. It was well over 300. Which I thought was impressive. Right. I thought it was a great turnout. For, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, of course, like we Trisha haven't said, been, we hadn't been ones, there before, but... I really wasn't expecting that many people right. to be there and, and I didn't that many meet, people engaged. Right. You and know, I didn't meet stuff. anybody that it was their first conference. Everybody I met, um, they had been, you know, multiple people had been to multiple conferences, but for the most part, people had been to three and four conferences um, on average, with the exception of, um, I did meet one of the founders of Augs, um, Elizabeth Clark Lewis. She's a founder, so she's obviously been to the majority of them. And um, I met a lady, and I don't remember her name, but she was 93 years old. And she started going to the conferences in 1987. And she has been to all of them, with the exception of last year, since 1987, because it was a cruise last year. And so she didn't make the cruise. But other than that, she's been to every conference since 1987. So the majority I, of people. I wish I had known about that cruise. We would have gone. <laughs> yeah, they left from South Carolina. Oh, so it must have been like a one of those two or three day cruises. It was a, the it short was, ones. I think it was a four day. Uh, yeah, I would, um, I just, I'm sorry to interrupt. You're fine. I just thought. Uh, yeah. I, I like cruises. And that was the first time that they had ever had one that wasn't, you know, in America because they ended up in the Bahamas. So that was definitely something new for them. And they said that they had a good turnout. That Of course, it wasn't as many people as usual because, you know, it's a cruise. But the number was more than they had anticipated. So they were happy with the number of um, people that attended last year for the cruise. But for the most part, most people have been to multiple conferences, which leads me to believe that this is definitely an organization that has, you know, stood the test of time and, their members are tried and true. Right. And very involved. Well, right? yes, Coming, yes. Because it's a, it's a conference that happens every year. Yes. This so, was the 39th. 
Right. So people are coming every year. Right. Um, and I'm sure um, they've had their their ups and downs right. over the years. It's not perfect every year. And uh, I just really felt like it was impressive that so many people were there attending. Yes. And, and engaged. And actually doing stuff mm-hmm. and involved. Yes. And, and um, you know, asking questions and learning. I thought and that getting was, to know yeah. people. And um, I'm an introvert. I don't really talk a lot to people that I don't know. Uh, but going into this, I knew that I needed to be more engaged and be more um, open to people. So that is something that I intentionally did at this conference. And another thing about this conference that I liked was. Um, lunch and dinner was a general session. So we would have lunch and then we would have a presenter. Um, we would have dinner and then we would have a presenter both nights. So I really thought that was a great idea. You didn't have to go out and figure out your own lunch or anything like that. Lunch was provided and we were still being, we were still learning something or had a presenter to present information about genealogy and history to us. So that part I really enjoyed. And that also gave me a chance to meet people who were sitting at my table. Um, So I was able to talk to people about their research. People asked me questions. I was able to talk about my blog, um, some of the things that I have found in my research. Um, So that was a good interactive period that we had during lunch and dinner. Yeah, and I'm super proud of you because you did step out, you know, and (laughs) talk to people a little bit more than normal right and you know you ended up meeting some people and learning more about this story and I think I told you I don't remember when but like you just you never know like that person could have been a family member or could have been someone who could help you and in your research and vice vice right. versa. Or could have been the public publicist of the newsletter and the journal, which actually I didn't know that's who I was sitting beside um, that night at dinner talking about my story and telling her about my blog and everything. And she was, you know, very interested, but everybody's interested in genealogy. That's why we're here. So I didn't really think anything about it. And she says, so how long have you been writing your blog and what is it about? And I told her, and I said, oh, I have a card with my information on it. If you ever, you know, have time and you want some light reading, feel free to, you know, check it out. And then I get back and I'm going through the syllabus, looking at all of the committees and board members and um, executive board and everything. And there she is over the newsletter and the journal. So, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm about to go write for the newsletter or anything, but you just never know who you're talking to and who's sitting beside you and who's listening to your story. Right. So, you know, that, I think that was, you know, cool that you did get out. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you met people who know your parents. Yes. Or And people who from, read my blog, who read your yeah. blog, people who've listened to the podcast. Yes. You know, you just yeah. never know. That was exciting. Somebody actually came up because I was going up to all the presenters that I, you know, listened to their podcast and I listened to their and I read their blogs and everything. So 
I would go up and, you know, Bernice Bennett was there and I said, hi, Miss Bennett. I'm, you know, so happy to meet you. And I was excited because I listened to her podcast. And then somebody actually stopped me and said, you're Trisha. You have a blog, right? And I was, I know she thought I was crazy because I was just staring at her like, really? You, you read my blog? I was so shocked and I was just, I was so excited. Um, so you just never know who you're going to meet and what you can learn about people. Right. So I thought that was, that was cool. Right. But, but you know, that first day was a long day, right? Because oh, there yeah. was a dinner mm-hmm. that night and, um, I was extremely tired yeah, from the day before. Um, and I had intentions on going to dinner with Trisha on Friday night, but there was like an hour and a half of um, in downtime yeah. in between the last session and the dinner. And we went back to the room and I laid down and started watching TV. And the TV started I, watching you. No, I didn't go to sleep that fast. Oh, okay. And then I was like, OK, Trisha, I don't think I'm going <laughs> I'm going to make it to the dinner. So I'm just going to let you go. Yeah. And I went to the dinner and um, I had a great time. We had a presenter and she talked about um, black laws and slavery in northern states, which I thought was very interesting, not only because we were in Pennsylvania, but I always just assumed there was not slavery in the north in the northern states. Slavery was in the south. Um, But no. It was in the North. That's where it started. And they just abolished slavery before everybody else. So I thought it was very interesting to hear the history of, you know, New York and New Jersey, Pennsylvania, um, places like that up North that did have slavery, how they ended slavery and that they too had laws very similar to Jim Crow um, just in the 1800s um, that segregated black people and white people, even though in the North you were free as a black person, you still didn't have the freedom that was guaranteed you in the constitution. So that was a very interesting presentation. And again, something that I hadn't really thought about that um, I learned a lot from. So overall, I think day one was, was pretty good. Yeah, day one was good. I think this might be a good time to just kind of, tell people what I was doing there. Yeah, and how you got involved. So I ended up being way more involved (laughs) in the um, conference over the weekend that I originally intended. Um, Again, my only uh, job for um, for the weekend originally was to escort you to Philadelphia. Um, mm And to go and see the city and eat food and things that we do when we go to places. That was our plan. So, I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Two weeks uh, ago? No, probably a month before the conference. Yeah, it had to be a month. Before the conference, I saw a um, Facebook post about from the from the Augs team mm-hmm. on Facebook that they were looking for help um with 
YouTube, I think right. it was. Right, it was YouTube. For, for, with YouTube. Um, and uh, my son, Wesley, he has started a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a little bit of YouTube. It's not dedicated YouTube all the time, but it's mostly me um, so far has been um, some basketball games that my son used to play in um, with AAU and then also um, some traveling that we had done. So my YouTube channel is not like just all in YouTube anyway, but I want to do more. And so um we just recently got um, some new equipment and, and things and um, I wanted to use it and, and then just help. Right. You know, it didn't sound like to be it to be that big a deal to shoot a little video. Right. Well, I had not heard from them. Uh, so I sent a note to um, I don't remember who it was. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so probably a week before, um, the conference, maybe the week of the conference, actually, I think it was the week before week before. So the week before the conference, the PR, um, chair, um, contacted me through Trisha um, because Trisha was registered and I was not. Mm. And so they contacted Trisha um, to get to me and I talked with her, um, and she asked about me helping them out doing some videos for YouTube. Right. She put me in contact with the person who needed the help Mm -hmm. and we had made a, um, we had made a tentative plan for when I got there to meet up with him and discuss what was needed. That happened on Friday. Right. I met with him and he told me what he needed. And um, I did those. And then I talked to the PR, mm-hmm. the PR chair. Mm-hmm. Um, her name's Tony, uh, Tony Bird. Um, I met with her and she's like, take all the videos you want. And I really wanted to do some videos myself. Right. I just didn't have their permission to do it yet. Yeah. You and had so, an idea in your mind what you wanted to do. Right. And so... I wanted to do some certain things and um and so I I I did shoot a little bit of video and took a few pictures outside of the conference you know around right, the yeah. you uh, didn't go into it. any I didn't go, sessions right or... I didn't go into any of the sessions and do video or pictures and things right. because there were other people doing pictures and I figured they were a part of uh, mm-hmm. doing whatever or with the presenter right so once i got that permission from them to do it right i just went all in yes and i just started trying to record everything, everything or as much as i could and taking pictures and by the time i had a chance to speak with her it was saturday, saturday. which was the last day mm-hmm. of the conference and i still had more video to do from with the guy that I was working with before, mm-hmm. Rick Murphy, um, I still had his videos to do. So I was a day or two behind, really, because yeah. we didn't wasn't we there, there Thursday. Thursday. I was behind, and so I just tried to get as much as possible. And man, it just wore me 
out. Yeah, he had a very busy day. Um, every time I looked up, he was either recording somebody or he was going to look for somebody or he was talking with somebody either before or after the recording or he was with Tony or Rick trying to get some more people involved and find out where they were. Um, so, yes, you were very busy. Yeah, and I ran out of time. I didn't get to shoot, you know, all the video that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I just ran yeah, out of time. Yeah, time. And um, when I did talk to some people about doing um, a recording, mm-hmm. they didn't want to. Right. They didn't want to be on camera or anything like that. And then before I knew it, it was time for the banquet. And yeah. I tried to get some video there of people but they were really focused on the banquet. It was loud in there. There was music yeah. going on and it was kind of hard to and shoot it, video. Yeah. It was seven o'clock on Saturday and we had, we had been going for two days. Some people had been going for three days and, you know, people just wanted to, you know, eat and hear the presenter and go home. Right. So or back to the room. So I ended up again, just being way more involved in the conference than, you know, I thought it was going to be, which I'm not mad about. I actually, I had a good time yes. and I enjoyed doing it. It's, that's not the problem. It's just, I wasn't prepared right. for it. I like, I like, so if you don't, you don't, y'all don't, <laughs> you know, don't know, but, but when I do things like, especially like this, I like to be prepared for what I'm going to do. Right. I'm a list guy. I make a list of everything Everything. I want to do, everything I want to see, everything. So, you know, and I know they're, they're busy and it was probably a a last minute thought that they wanted to do this and they didn't have anyone and I was available to help. And you volunteered. I volunteered for, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, ideally, I would have had liked to start having this discussion a month ago. Right. In the perfect world. And right. And, and meet them telling me what they want to do. And I come prepared, mm-hmm. you know, right. for that. And so. But you got to meet some really. Yeah. Cool people. Yep. People that I have been following. Because um, when he would tell me who he had just interviewed, I was like, what? You did? I was excited. And I was like, I should be hanging out with you. Um yeah, so it was it was good. I mean, I I I hope that it doesn't sound like I'm complaining no, about it, but because I'm not, I I really enjoyed it. But um, you know, I just I just prefer, <laughs> I mean, and I understand because I've put on banquets yeah. and conferences before um, with my fraternity and everything, and so I totally know how things go. It, some things just don't go as planned, or you have thoughts and ideas like right before or whatever. So I know that things happen yeah. and you're busy and everything, but I just like to be prepared for things. And, um, you know, if I had known I was going to be doing all that I was going to do, right. what I ended up, ended up doing, then Friday morning I would have come in, hit the mm-hmm. ground running, shooting, just shooting video right. all day long. And so I was kind of behind and I didn't do as much as I wanted to do. But I got a chance uh, to meet the social media manager, really nice lady. Um, And apparently I've become a part of the social media team. (laughs) Welcome to us. Yeah. Sweetie, Um, welcome. I'm not complaining. I'm good with it. Um, So 
Um, so I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm familiar enough with social media and and doing this YouTube and everything and doing videos. I, I enjoy doing that. Yeah, stuff. that's something that you like to do. So. And so I don't have a problem with it. I just didn't think that I was going to be that involved <laughs> i didn't think i was gonna that be busy become a part of the the organization so fast um but it, it was cool and and so now i'm um when it's time to renew membership we're gonna do a family membership so i'll i, I guess i'll be legal <laughs> <laughs> yes you will I'll be a part of the organization you'll be a part of the official officially yes. um so i'm looking forward to that so um so anyway um so yeah friday ended really good mm-hmm. i was just just tired from yeah. everything to travel oh yeah and uh because we had to drive a couple of hours to, to the catch airport our flight. Mm-hmm. um so you know just to work in that day and traveling and very little sleep l- yeah late late start and all that good stuff we were just tired so you know trisha went to the bank or the dinner friday night i didn't and then we got up and did it it started early again saturday saturday morning right yeah. we um got up and had breakfast i made it to the general session about nine fifteen nine thirty. um and then the first workshop started at 1030 and that was um a session about using courthouse records to um, find um, slaves, descendants um, of the owners. So that was a really good class. It talked about how you can go and look at wills, probate, pa- probate papers, um, criminal records, all kind of records at the courthouse um, because, you know, the courthouse had to document everything back in the 1800s. And that would be the just about the only time that you could find an actual name of a slave would be in courthouse records, like a will or a deed or a property tax, um, things of that nature. So that was a good workshop. And then we had our lunch slash presenter. And it was... Um, At the lunch that I realized that I was sitting by somebody who knew people from the Arkansas chapter, just a little bit of background information. I'm new to Augs and I've been trying to get in contact with Arkansas chapter so I can, you know, go to their meetings, find out what they do, help them out. You know, they can put me to work, Um, but I haven't been able to contact them through their email. So one of my goals going there was to find somebody from the Arkansas chapter or at least get with somebody um, and get information, good contact information for somebody in the Arkansas chapter. So at lunch, we, you know, go around, who are you? Where are you from? Where are your family from? So I said I was from Arkansas and the lady sitting beside me was like, why aren't you sitting at the Arkansas table? And I said, my whole story, I'm new. I haven't been able to get in contact with them and such. And she said, oh, well, I'll introduce you to them after the lunch. And it just so happened that they were all sitting at the table next to me. So after the lunch and the presentation, we go over. She introduces me to the president. And I tell her my name, where I live. And she introduces me around to everybody at the table. And so she's and I say, hi, my name is Trisha. And a lady looked at me and was like, you said your name is Trisha? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, are you Pat's daughter? 
And I look at her because that's my mother. And I said, yes. She said, I knew that was you. I knew I knew that face from somewhere. I just couldn't put my finger on it. Um, So not only did I meet the president of the Arkansas chapter and the majority of their members, because it was like 14 or 15 of them there. I also met somebody who worked with my mom um, before I was born. And of course, she told everybody at the table that she was at the hospital when I was born. So she you know, wanted everybody to know that I really do know this family. So I thought that was a great connection that I was able to make. Um, and now I have contact information for the Arkansas chapter. Yep, and see there, I told you, you just, you you just, just never, never know. know. I had to go all the way to Philadelphia yep, to you do just it. Never know. But you just never know. So, yep. And so after lunch, the rest of the day was more... More, more classes, classes for you, mm-hmm. more video and <laughs> videos and picture taken for me. Yep, that sounds about right. And today was the banquet. Yes, Saturday was the banquet. Yep. Um, and the keynote speaker was um, Tony Burroughs. And if you don't know who that is, he's really big in the genealogy. He's been doing genealogy for over 30 years. He's been on TV shows like Finding Your Roots. On PBS, on he's been on TLC's "Who Do You Think You Are" with um, Smokey Robinson. That episode, his book um, is one of the first books that I bought when I started this journey. Um, it's called "Black Roots: How to Trace Your African American Ancestors." Um, so I was excited to know that he was going to be there, and um, he gave a great presentation. Um, ancestors lives matter and I thought it was great Um, the banquet was good everybody you know looked really nice Um, they gave out awards for you know chapter of the year member of the year all those kind of awards um, because it was an awards banquet so yes the banquet was really good yeah and and I got a chance to go this time uh, to the banquet Mm -hmm. because um, I wanted to get video and pictures and things like that. And so it ended up being more work for me than it yeah. was sit down and, enjoy you know, it. enjoy it, which is fine. I'm good. I'm good with that. But um, I walked around and, you know, took pictures and talked talk to people, tried to anyway, get people to be on video. Um, I got video of uh, the speaker mm-hmm. and a couple of other things um, uh, for Oggs and and uh, and everything. So um, so I thought that was cool that I got a chance to do that um, during the banquet. So, yeah, it, it was good. It was a good banquet. I thought, you know, it went long. Of course. But <laughs> yeah, but. Um, but I think there are some things that they could do different, you know, with that. But overall, I would think I would say the banquet, you know, went fine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that big a deal. And it ended up being a little bit of a bigger deal for us because we had an early flight the next day. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, so we had to get up at three thirty the next morning to catch a 6 a.m. flight. Right. So for us, it was a little bit you know right more pressing for us to be done 
versus other people, people who, who probably left later or and, didn't have to fly or drive or it were, and, were there local mm-hmm. or whatever. So they didn't have the same kind of pressing um, time, time that we did. But, you know, hey, that's we chose the flight. So we knew what that was going to be. Um, so anyway, one other thing I want to mention is I was able to meet the um, founder of the Sons and Daughters of the U.S. Middle Passage. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm a member of that lineage organization. And I was able to meet the founder, and she's the current president, Dr. Evelyn McDowell. And I went up. She had a booth at the vendor booth area. And I went up to her booth and let her know that I was a member. And of course, in my mind, I'm like, you know, you have all these members, you're not going to know me. And that's fine. I don't expect anybody to know me. But to my surprise, she said, Mace Cummins, right? And I said, you know my name? I was so excited. Um, so we got a chance to talk for a few minutes and she told me about some initiatives that she's going to be starting in the very near future. She told me a little bit about the plans for the conference next year. Um, we just had a really good talk and for whatever reason, she actually brought my certificate, uh, my lineage certificate with her, not knowing that I was going to be there. Um, so she was able to actually present my, um, certificate to me, um, and, of course, Philip was there to take our picture. So that was just a really good special moment also that I had. Yeah, she was really nice. Mm-hmm. And her daughter was there, too. And her daughter was selling uh, a book that she illustrated uh, or she yeah. had written. She did both. both. It's and, a coloring book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she so she was there and she's really nice. So, yeah, that was a that was a good deal. I'm glad I was there to be able to take right um a picture with the good camera yeah and, and I, not somebody's phone <laughs> yeah i was i sent it to her um and let her know how happy i was to meet her and all the great work that she's doing in honoring our enslaved ancestors um i just think the sons and daughters is a phenomenal organization please look it up if you haven't already um i have a podcast dedicated to it and a blog post um so please feel free to read and listen all about it and i also met um tom reed he is um, a chief genealogist at Family Search. Um, I follow him on Facebook and I've seen him at another conference that I went to. So it was exciting meeting somebody that high up in, you know, an organization and a website that I use on a regular basis. Yeah, I met him. Um, I met him at the banquet mm-hmm. because I did. uh I worked with him on shooting the video of a of an award, a special award that he gave uh, um, from on behalf of Family Search to Ox, mm-hmm. um, working on the Freedmen's Bureau, Bureau mm-hmm. papers and getting them um, digitized. Right, correct. Um, and so, um, so I met him at the banquet. Really nice guy, and so I sh- I shot his video and pictures and everything uh, for that and. You know, he sent me a Facebook friend request uh, today. So um, so hopefully we'll be able to work, right. you know, together in the future. So um, so I mean, I'm sure we probably will with OGS and Family Search, Again. you know, being uh, partners. Yeah. So and I'm, he's an OGS member in the Utah chapter. Yeah. So um, so I'm sure. And I think he's I think he's a part of social the social uh, media team as well. Oh, I don't know. I believe so. So. I'm sure I'll work with him, but really nice guy. Mm-hmm. So, 
but I think it's cool that you're making those connections and, you know, that's the part of this that'll help grow what you're doing, your blog and right. uh, the podcast and, and it'll help your me book, my research. And research. People are, you know, people who have researched for years and years and he works at family search. He knows yep. the records that are there. Yep. These people have, you know, done research. They know the library. They know the archives. Um, they've written books. Yeah. They've edited books. Mm-hmm. Um, so this organization can help me in so many ways. I just had to talk to people. Which I actually did, and you so, actually have to go to these things. Correct, you know, can't you can't just sit back and watch it on wait, Facebook? Yeah, and wait for the pictures to come out. You know, be be in the pictures. Yeah. you know what I mean. So, right. So I'm very excited that I was actually able to go to this conference, and I'm excited that I was um, got out of my shell and I was actually able to talk to people and network with people and. Um, tell people my story and listen to other people's story and get people's information so I can email them questions that I have or if I need help with this. Um, I'm just really excited. So what was your overall feelings about the conference in total, including everything, every piece of it? I thought it was phenomenal. I do not plan on missing another one. I you know, I'm very eager. This conference got me excited about my research again. This conference made me want to go to, you know, Little Rock to the next Arkansas chapter meeting. Um, this conference was wonderful. I would highly suggest it. Um, and, you know, it's an African-American society, but you don't have to be African-American to be a part of this because obviously we're all Americans and in some way or another you're going to be researching in America. So you don't have to be African-American to be a part of this um, society. I highly recommend it because the people are so nice. They're so friendly. They're so welcoming. They want to help you. They want you to do your best and they want you to succeed. And I felt that in just the two days that I was there. Yeah. My overall impressions about it was just how, um, how eager people were to help someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw that a lot. You know, I saw a couple of times, you know, I saw a lady who had, you know, broken out her laptop and was showing somebody like, this is what I'm seeing. And this is what I'm having trouble with. Can you help me? And the, the other lady that, that was with her was like, yeah, I can help you just write down, you know, this information mm-hmm. and you know i'll help you out and right. you know that lady wasn't you know charging or no. they didn't like know that. each other she genuinely wanted to help mm-hmm. um and i i saw that quite a bit right um i did that i pulled up my binder and was like this is where i am with this situation where can i go next because i feel like i've exhausted all of the resources that i have and they were able to give me tips on what to do and this was the presenter at one of the sessions that i went to taking the time after even though somebody else was coming in and setting up their stuff. And I was like, well, I can just email you. And she said, no, 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 let me look at it and we'll figure this out. Yeah. And so I, I thought that was good. And, and uh, just how nice everyone was and uh, how everyone was welcoming and, um, and me, me kind of coming in to the fold late to the game 
how, you know, they made exceptions for me to make sure that I had access to what I needed. Mm-hmm, right. Um, and that I was able to get into um, to be able to get into the rooms for the sessions um, to be able to get pictures and all that stuff without a badge. Right. And that kind of thing. Uh, they were very uh, accommodating to me to help me get. Uh, those things and just letting me get involved you know they don't know me from adam and i wasn't a part of their organization i talked to her one time tony i talked to her one time on the phone and when i met her she gave me a hug (laughs) like she had been knowing me you know forever and when i left we you know i made sure you know at the end of the the conference that i got a chance to go over and talk to her and she gave me a hug like you know we've been knowing each, each other, other forever. since high school and so i thought that was you know people being really helpful right. and uh allowing me to be a part of the organization without knowing me i thought was um was really cool mm-hmm. so if you had to say you had one favorite Oh, that's hard. The conference, what would it be? Um, I think it would probably be um, meeting the founder, um, Miss Elizabeth Clark Lewis. She was very nice. She was very approachable. Um, and she asked me about my research. She asked me how I got involved in Augs, and she just she just made me feel like I was really somebody, and what I'm doing. From with my family research is so important. That's the way she made me feel. And that was like in a 10 minute conversation. So um, I'm a member of a sorority and, you know, we honor our founders, but I of course never got to meet any of them. So the fact that I actually got to meet a founder of, of this organization um, and that it went from, you know, seven people to where we are today and the work that she continues to do within the organization is just amazing to me. Yeah. I would think I would say mine is just hearing the stories, mm-hmm. um, having, uh, you know, being able to shoot the videos, just, I got a chance to hear a lot of stories about people's over research the, over the two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even, even not even just about, the re their research mm-hmm. but about their books oh yeah and why they wrote it and you know why it was important to them i thought that was cool and just you know everybody was just talking about you know their research and what mm-hmm. they found and and the excitement um i heard when people found out through their dna that they were tied back to the first Africans in some way. And, um, and so, you know, all that kind of stuff is seeing people with that excitement and, you know, sharing their stories with people. And I thought that was, that is, I think for me, I think that was probably, um, that was a big thing. So, so I think we probably need to go ahead and, wrap it up yes we probably Um, should although i could talk about this for another hour but i won't yeah um so so let me let me say this um with me now being a member of the social media team i'd be remiss if i didn't (laughs) (laughs) if i didn't 
tell you to uh, go and follow and uh, like Ox on um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes. And also on YouTube. Um, the YouTube channel will be up and running uh, by this weekend. Yes. And I'm in charge of that and working diligently on getting that done and getting some video up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's A-A-H-G-S. Yes, that's important. A-A-H-G-S. On all social media. On medias. all social media. Um, and it's the national chapter. You may see mm-hmm. some local, local chapters. state chapters mm-hmm. um, on there, but make sure you follow the follow the national chapter and um, become a member if you're interested um, um, in becoming a member. Mm-hmm. And so do that. Um, and you don't have to be into genealogy. You can be into history. It's a historical and genealogical society. Right. So. Yeah, so go follow follow us over on the social media accounts. So, Trisha, go ahead and tell everyone about Journey Through the Generations and where people can like and follow you. Okay. Um, I have a Twitter handle, Gen Journey Blog on Twitter. And I have a website, journeythroughthegenerations.com. You can um, read my blog there. You can inbox me questions if you have any questions about something that I've mentioned or if you have a general question that you think I might be able to answer um, make sure you check out my website and of course the podcast you're listening uh, subscribe if you're not a subscriber already share it with a friend share it with someone who may be interested in genealogy or just like hearing stories or hearing things that uh, Trisha is doing um, with her genealogy research. Um, you can find us on um, Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. And then you can also go to the blog, journeythroughthegenerations.com. Click on the podcast link and you'll be able to listen to the most recent episode um, on the website there. Right. So, so if you have time, um, check out my podcast and catch up. On past episodes, check out my blog and catch up on past blog posts that I've been writing. And I think that's going to be it for today. Um, Thanks so much for listening. We enjoyed telling you all about this trip. Um, Until next time, make sure you follow the journey. Love the journey. Bye, guys.